Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hey y'all, welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. It is so great to have you here today. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you are back, it is so good to see you again. I'm excited about today's conversation because it's a little trendy. It's a little like social media indulgent, pop culture related, but also all about conscious consumerism. We are talking today, of course, about the trend of de-influencing. If there's ever been an internet trend that I love, it is de-influencing. If there's something that we need to see more of on the internet, it is de-influencing. Influencing, of course, is the practice of content creators encouraging purchases, encouraging kind of trendier items over time, ultra hyper consumption driven by social media. This increasingly popular trend of de-influencing is a direct response to this consumer society And a lot of the narrative centers around things that we don't need. So things that we find hyper trendy on the internet right now or in the moment, we probably actually don't need to buy. The items that seem to be most actively perhaps brought down by this de-influencing trend are things like the Stanley Cup. It is this like $40 water tumbler thing. The Dyson Airwrap, a very fancy, very expensive blow dryer. We do not need to be buying skims. We do not need to be buying ice rollers. We do not need to be buying ice makers. I've seen so much influencing, I suppose, around these little nugget ice makers that you can buy to sit on your counter. There are so many ultra trendy items that are not actually needs. I want us to step back for a minute and recognize that influencing has gotten bad, right? For lack of a better word, we are consuming more than ever and not just necessarily in stuff, but also in media. We're living at a time when media is getting more and more consumable, let's say. We are looking at micro content. When we look at TikToks, they are 15 seconds, a minute long. And Instagrams, it's a single photo, a single reel that you're seeing. You are consuming so much more content than we ever have historically because the content is getting shorter and shorter. And what does that mean? More content, more opportunities for creators to monetize that content. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with content creators. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have businesses. We all need to pay our bills. But I think the larger problem here is that very often we're being influenced to purchase things that we don't necessarily need because there are very many creators that will prioritize selling that product, monetizing that video over being authentic or being straight up with their audience and saying, I use this same single product for 10,000 things around my house. It is so much easier for them to show you a new product and create some new content out of showing you that new product and then selling you that new product. And it is this cycle of hyperconsumption, not just because we've been conditioned to consume more media, but that increased consumption of content means that we are consuming and looking at more products than we ever have before. We are being pushed onto more products than we ever have before. I feel like the trend of de-influencing is so powerful and gaining so much popularity right now because we really have not ever taken a collective pause to ask, do I actually need this? 
I think there are two very clear complementary discourses going on right now about the benefits of being de-influenced or rather encouraged to simply buy less stuff. The first benefit that I'm seeing so much conversation around is around money. People are saying, I'm so glad I'm being de-influenced because I don't need to be spending more money. And there's a whole conversation to have right now about debt and folks acquiring debt that they don't need to because they are feeling pressured to consume products in a world that is so status-based around products, right? There is a huge philosophical conversation to have around stuff. And why do we spend money on stuff? Why do we go into debt over material goods? Because they're promising us a better life or a higher quality of life. Is that true? Is it worth it? Why do we feel that way? So there's this whole conversation around the savings, the monetary value of being de-influenced, right? Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Now, a separate but again complementary benefit is around the stuff that you are acquiring. If you are being de-influenced, you are encouraged to think more deeply about the stuff that you already have so that you don't feel pressure to continue buying things that you don't necessarily need or even want. The challenge with hyper-consumerism and when we talk about volume of stuff is that we have slowly but surely in all of this hyper-consumption of content been kind of conditioned to believe that we need so much more stuff in order to attain a certain quality of life. The example that I think I resonate most in this realm of just simply needing more stuff, just given where I am, who I am as a person, there was a creator that gave a long conversation around Why is it that I need 15 different blushes that are all basically the same color, right? I'm only using blush sparingly. I'm never finishing a blush. Why do I need 15? And I feel like this is also a really interesting space for us to think more deeply about why we're encouraged to consume so many similar items. Arguably, in the world of social media, brands have more access to their consumers than they ever have before. And this is an incredible opportunity, of course, to get immediate feedback from their customers, improve their products or improve their services. But on the flip side, we are seeing more brand placements than we ever have before in a traditional print media society, for example. And they are kind of sneaky about it. I am here going to use the example of the TikTok it girl of the moment, Alex Earl. Alex Earl uses this NYX white eyeliner pencil inside of her waterline, and it's become a bit of a joke that I keep seeing videos about on my For You page of how many women are starting to like dig up their white eyeliner pencils or how many people are looking for these NYX pencils and they can't find them. And that is one very specific product that a single girl is selling out regularly across the country, very probably around the world. And it doesn't only happen with her, it doesn't only happen with NYX white eyeliner pencils. 
when a product goes viral, there is a hyper consumption that is very different from just being influenced. It is a moment. It is being part of a trend. It is consuming something that is cool. And there's like this social currency that comes along with finding a viral product and using it and reviewing it. And there is this hyper consumption that's now tied to a community and a social moment. Zooming back out, I think what is so exciting about the discourse right now on social media around the trend of de-influencing is that we are finally seeing a moment for conscious consumption to reach the mainstream. This is cool. We live in a capitalist society. We live in a world that benefits from consumerism. And this is the first time that we have put our critical thinking caps on and really said, why am I feeling pressured to buy this? Do I need this item? And I feel like that sounds so basic. There is something about that that encourages you to think not just about what you're spending, but also the physical item that you're acquiring. And it sounds like a no-brainer, perhaps, if you've listened to the show before. Very often when I describe EcoChic, I say that it's a show about climate and conscious consumerism. And that's kind of an oxymoron for me to explain sometimes. Conscious consumerism sounds like it inherently cannot be true. We very often in the sustainability world are interacting with folks that will spit back to us. There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. But at the end of the day, conscious consumerism really is just encouraging us to think more deeply about our purchases, to think more deeply about how we're impacting the planet and the people around us. And conscious consumerism forces us to think, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, about the economy. How are you playing into this consumer economy? How are you being influenced by this consumer economy? And are there times where you're being tricked, where you're being talked into buying something that you don't actually need? De-influencing is a really, really powerful moment right now. It's not just a trend, I hope. I hope it's really here to stay. And I hope that creators can also really benefit from this trend of de-influencing. I want to say that that also probably sounds a little silly, right? When we talk about content creators, very often these are the folks that are influencing us. These are the people that are encouraging us to buy 15 different blushes or something from Skims or the Dyson Airwrap or whatever it is that we are talking about in this sense. But if an influencer is really going to take a hold of this trend of de-influencing, that really speaks more deeply to their authenticity. If someone is encouraging me to only buy one single product on an off chance that they're encouraging me to buy anything at all, I trust that recommendation far more than I would if they were promoting things on their Amazon storefront every single day in every single video. De-influencing is an incredible opportunity for creators to regain some trust, to regain some relatability, but it's also an incredible opportunity for consumers to think more deeply about the purchases that they're making, make sure that they are spending their dollars on things that they actually care about, actually want, actually need, as opposed to something that they've just been seeing a lot on TikTok. I would love to hear your thoughts on the de-influencing trend. I hope that there is some conversation that can go on after this episode on social media because I'm really curious to know if you feel as though this is a trend. Is it just cool to talk about conscious consumption and we're going to go back to our regular consumer ways in a couple of weeks? Or is this here to stay? Are we truly becoming a more aware audience? Are we really thinking more deeply and consuming more consciously? All of my social links are down in the show notes. Again, I would really love to have a conversation about this. I am so fascinated by the topic. 
Thank you so, so much for tuning in to this quickie episode of Eco Chic. I hope you enjoyed it. This is a conversation that I really enjoyed putting together or thinking through because, again, it's a little bit of pop culture, social media, a little philosophical. It talks, again, about that role of the consumer. These are all my favorite topics, so I'm excited that we could roll them into one. I look forward to hearing your thoughts, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a good one. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.